got all that shit taken care of. And we are ready to motherfucking go. Oops. <laughs> Wanted everything and everything once. But it isn't that way. I was about nah, to say completely go ahead. different lyrics. Sing them. I was not, those were not the lyrics. Okay. But they that were That song comes on every fucking day, and I still don't know the words. And if you don't know who that is, we play it every week, but that is Doc Allison. Hey. Um, his album is called uh, I Don't Want to Die. And that song is Just Trying to Fuh. Is you just trying to fuh? I'm just trying to fuh. That's how it's spelled, actually. Hmm. F-U-H at the end. Nice. So not like fuh, like Not like No, hey, but I love all the ways they, you know, play. they make plays on that word. Like, they should, ooh, they need to have a restaurant called Just Trying to Fuh. How hasn't someone come up with that yet? Oh, my God. That's actually genius. I wish I knew how to make fuck because I would definitely I'm, start no, this I No, I know. So I know that no, has to exist Nobody has that. I promise you. I'm a good one. All right. <laughs> Damn, we shouldn't have put that out there. Somebody going to steal our shit. Just invite me to your opening. Honestly, that's all I need. Like, because I'm a creative. Like, yeah. I'm going to come up with more shit. So don't even trip. So just, you know, invite us. <laughs> we'll, we will record the podcast live from just trying to fuck restaurant. That would actually be sick. Yo, first off, I know y'all heard that Kendrick album. I know y'all heard that Kendrick album. That shit fire as fuck. Yeah, man. That shit fire as fuck. <laughs> you just gonna keep this. Yeah, it's it's gonna be the theme of yours today. Man. Like, look. Everybody knows I'm a Kendrick fan. I can't I've been stop a, listening to it. Me either. I've been, I had to force myself so I didn't get tired of it too right, early. Right, right, right. But, um... <laughs> I've been a Kendrick fan since, like, the very beginning, since he was a hype man for J-Rock. Mm. Um, like oh, the, you a real one. Man, I'm talking about the mixtapes to the Kendrick Lamar EP to, uh, and what was the other one? Uh, the one with She Needs Me, Pussy and Patron, uh, Michael Jordan. Dude, this dude is, has been amazing for damn near 10 years. It's about time he's, you know. I mean, he's four for four. Yeah. On albums. Yeah. Section 80, Good Kid, Mad City, To Pimp a Butterfly, and now Damn. See, Good Kid, Mad City is when I got on him, much like most of the outside world. <laughs> yeah, I I understand that. And if you have not listened to Section 80, please go back. It's it, And it'll be like a new album to you. You'll be like, oh, fuck. This is some shit. And he's really going in. It's an amazing album. And you remember uh, like the mid-2000s when... <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers was like, damn, rap is dead. He, he I was feel there. like, you know, people are invoking some some new life and some new hope into the game lately. I, I mean, let's be real, though. Besides, well, yeah. <laughs> as far as the mainstream rap goes, if it ain't for Kendrick, oh, I don't like J. Cole, but J. Cole, Chance. What about Ross? And, um, I mean, Ross is always around, you know, but if it ain't <laughs> for those people that, those right yeah, there to actually yeah. rap. That's true. You're kind of stuck with these mumbling motherfuckers. 
mm-hmm. that I can barely understand. But hey, I'm not I'll, mad at you yeah, for listening. I'll to. Feel you. Yeah. I mean, if you like them, you like them. But uh, yeah, so if you have not heard "Damn," which means you are under a rock in another country or Damn. deaf, you're possibly deaf. You need to feel that album. Then you need to <laughs> you need to run your finger across. <laughs> I can see. Like, I'm sure there's a braille version. Oh God. Of your album, so uh, of the album. So hey, it's that fire. They still they will bump to this <laughs> shit. Even even deaf motherfuckers is, is is blasting this. I'm like a finger just gonna light up. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Now, bro, I like every fucking song on that album. Like for real, yeah. there's not there's not. I don't a skip. skip. Track. I don't yeah. skip. Yeah, I have my I have my favorites for sure, but I do not skip. Um, yeah, but yeah, I have to touch on that one. And now our first. Um, our first issue, or what do we call them? Our, a topic? Our first topic. <laughs> I mean, we got issues, though. But our first topic. Our first topic. Download, brothers. Ooh. Ooh. Download, motherfuckers. Man. Nah. Uh, first of all, how you feel about Download, brothers, man? What do you think about them generally? Uh, What's your general feeling of a Download, brother? Uh, I've come a long way, in my opinion, of, of, of Download men. Um... And that's just because I think at first, at first meeting before I came out myself, I didn't really have an opinion on Download Brothers because I probably considered myself one. But, you know, that, that, that was those times. After that came out, it's, it, you know, that would start to affect me and my dating possibilities. Like I would like somebody and probably start talking to them a little bit and then I find out that they're not out yet or they have like a whole ass girlfriend or wife. Uh, so it, it, it became like a roadblock and it had like a selfish, like annoyance towards it as opposed to like the actual issue with it being, you know, we can't have a fully fled, like a fully fledged relationship because you're in the closet. One, two, you're fucking hurting some woman. Like you're like, she doesn't know that you're like gay as hell, dude. So like my i mean but now i think i'm at a place of like a little bit more understanding i have like i feel like i have a more mature understanding of what it means to be down low i mean there's the kind who there's a type of brothers who they're dl because their life just simply won't permit it and they like maybe live in the south somewhere and they like go to a baptist church and they're fucking terrified for anybody for anybody to find out the other side of it that i can't seem to find as much understanding for is somebody who has other people in their life that can be affected by that. So a wife, girlfriend, exactly. children, exactly. family, all that kind of shit. And it's just like, damn, man, do better. <laughs> um, Yeah. So this topic is something that definitely needs more. And I feel like our show is important and can really help that situation. Hmm. I think it can... We need something to help it. Fuck, because a lot of these dudes are ruining, like you said, ruining women's lives. Mm-hmm. And I'm, they also are bringing back diseases to the home. Yeah. That's a, that is something that... Because when you sneak around like that, what you're doing, too, is like, because you're sneaking around, what you're not doing is admitting to yourself that you're gay or that you like men or that you're bisexual... So what you're doing then is like, because you're in that denial state, you're denying protection even. I know. I've been there. 
Like, you completely, that's not a thing that exists in your mind because that's not, you, you don't claim that, so that can't happen to you, which is the most irrational, crazy, stupid shit ever. And then you go back to your wife or your girlfriend, and if you now start wearing a condom, <laughs> she's going to be... Um, exactly. There's no way be, around uh, that. Hey, so why are we using a condom now? Huh. <sighs> It's just, it's sad, man. It's really sad because you are, you don't give a fuck. You're not, you have no care about this woman's mm-hmm. health, her feelings. You're wasting her time and you're a piece of shit. Like basically you are a piece of shit. I know you can, I, I, it's hard for me to have some sympathy for the stuff that you're going through, especially when you are putting somebody else through that same shit and even worse, possibly, mm-hmm. especially when they didn't choose this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, would have been like, what, is there anything in particular? Like, did you ever have a conversation with someone like, yo, this is not, this is not okay. Like, I, I can't deal with this. I can't do this. And you need to um, man up. I don't think I've had too explicit of a conversation with a couple people that I was dealing with who were down low. But there was one who I kind of like really had to just like be like, yo. You gotta chill, or like, do figure something out about yourself. But I mean, I I think the other side of me knows that you can tell somebody that shit all you want to, and until they're like ready and willing to actually like make that move themselves, they're just not gonna do it. Or until something forces them to, uh, hence the disease, or hence just like any fucking thing. Like maybe they got caught on camera. Like until somebody outs them, or like health something health wise happens, they're not forced to do it. So like. I've just learned to just let let motherfuckers do what they got to do. If it's somebody that I know that they're hurting, I'm definitely going to tell your girlfriend. I'm definitely going to tell on your ass. And for, actually, I did tell on somebody once. <laughs> I'm talking shit. Because it was at Howard, and me and my whole girl both found out that we were both looking with the same nigga. So, yeah. How did she react to that? Oh, she just, we just laughed. We we have that kind of relationship. She's funny as fuck. We were, but I'm saying, how did she re, like? How did she respond um, to him like how was that how did I feel that like she, she just called it off she didn't tell him why she called it off oh shit and which is the crazy Damn, part that's not as like, juicy as I wanted it to be no but that but that just shows the reality too of like even the woman in that situation sometimes can't even come to terms with that or like it's kind of just like let's just not talk and I feel like he knew that she knew so he kind of let her go as opposed to try to fight for her and be like whoa why are we breaking up Target type of thing because that would just blow up it would just you. make it so obvious so okay yeah I think it was you who told me about a, a guy who was exposing everybody in some little town and then got shot or some shit wait it was a preacher he exposed no that wasn't me somebody did bring that up though I feel like we were talking to the same person <laughs> Fuck. Well, oh, but that shit remember, does happen. I don't remember. Time. I don't remember the name of the guy. I don't remember. Um, I, I believe it was like on the east, like like down south, but east coast mm-hmm. thing, like maybe South Carolina or North Carolina, something like that. And this dude was recording all these different guys who were on the down low coming to his house, and he was knocking them down. So that's what I those mean, are on Pornhub. He was knocking them down. Like this is a whole little story. Like I saw it on Facebook or some shit. And one of them was a preacher, and he ended up having a meeting with Yo, the, with some of the ministers and the some other folks who were in charge of the church, uh-huh. and um, they wanted to 
they wanted to shut that down and keep it, you know, keep it under wraps. And he was like, what's the, what you talking about? Like, what's up with some money? <laughs> like, he recorded this. Com- he recorded the conversation. Yo, it's so many cats. Like, just live your life. Just be free. How many How many of you think are actually I mean, bisexual? I think a lot more people are bisexual than they, than they think or that they'll admit. But also, though... We can sit here and beat 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 this beat this into people all we want to of like live your life and do you and be free, but it really just comes down to and we've talked about this before like dude love your kids and accept them the way they are, like show them that it's okay to be who they are because what you do is you're raising a you're raising a young man now mostly a young man this happens you're now raising a young man who is taking on all of these ideas of what masculinity is and what society wants him to be. And he's so steep. He's steeped so deep in that by the time he's in his mid twenties, mid thirties, whatever, that now that he's at that place where he's like, okay, I've done this. I've done that. I have my job. I should get a wife now. And now he has a wife now. Cause he's checked that off the list. But like, you cannot get rid of those demons. Like you cannot get rid of your, like your true self. You can just run from the truth all you want to, but eventually, and he you're gonna did, end up he fucking losing it. And like, he didn't mean demons like that, people. <laughs> he didn't mean that the guy that the guy actually liking men was were well, demon thoughts. That's those aren't demon thoughts, but keeping them in are demon. Those are your demons. Like when you when you don't when you hide something from the public that's a huge part of yourself, that's a demon growing inside of you. Like those are your demons that you're hiding. That those are the things in your the skeletons in your closet, and like. How else are you supposed to get your rocks off? Because you don't actually love this, or you might love the woman you're married to, but you might not like the woman you're married to, and you might not be sexually attracted to the woman you're married to. So, like a crack, you are, like, you, a, like a crackhead does, and you you're are gonna break eventually. And you are spending those late nights with Deacon. Exactly. And <laughs> Deacon been working out and shit. You're like, man, that was just like you see. Did you see the time when uh when Tank exposed dude on Instagram? Which I really that was kind of it was a little extra. Wait, what did he do? Uh, <laughs> Please, I want to hear this. Yo, <laughs> fuck Tyrese. He's a bitch. Yeah, for real though. He, um, <laughs> there was this pastor, and he slid into Tank's DMs. Yes! <laughs> and, like, was exposing himself, and, you know, I guess he thought Tank was on the DL, too. He just so assumed? He just, he took a, he, he shot his shot. He took a bold... <laughs> I mean, this is the man of the Lord. His faith was strong that day. Um, he took a leap. Through Christ, I can through, do anything. Took a leap through Christ and fucking like send him some some crazy shit, like some dick pics and shit. And t- How do you start off with dick pics? You didn't even find out if it was if it was cracking like you that. You didn't even try to finesse it first. God dang, said, hey, Tank. Basically. And, uh, Here's a dick pic. Yeah, I mean. An extra veiny one. That, I, I feel like that just that just feeds into the whole notion of like, People thinking celebrities aren't actual people and that you're probably just like throwing this message at like a brick wall. Uh, well, the motherfucker opened it up, screenshot it and posted it everywhere. And then now your church, like, I have no idea where that man is now. This happened like two years ago. I have no idea where he is now, but I'm pretty sure he had to probably move the fuck away from the town he lived in. Wait, and how you felt a certain way about Tank posting this? I, I didn't feel a certain, well, I did. I actually don't believe in outing anybody because there's a way I feel like being a gay man and knowing the, the, the effect that has on your psyche when you're like holding some shit in or like living a dark secret. I feel like 
when you are fucking outed like that on a public forum by somebody like Tank, if you was already dealing with some shit, you could become suicidal. Like, the shit, get, it goes deep. And I, I, even though you're a perv, I still fucking care about you. So I just don't believe in, I don't believe in outing people at all. Like, I just don't believe in that. Because that's not... Damn it! It's not right. Oh, I wanted to how, fucking how say... How I would have handled that is to just message dude back, yo, you're a fucking pastor, no disrespect, but I'm not getting... You know what I'm saying? Just, just... Damn it. Just be mature about it. Like, people... I... And also just have a few problems with Tank. Personally. <laughs> Tank, shit, is a, Tank is an amazing person. He's an amazing singer. And he's a pretty good actor. He was pretty good on New Edition. He was decent. He was decent. I thought he was pretty good. He actually was pretty good. Um, But, um, oh, going back to this... I really wanted to just say fuck them cats, but now you got me thinking about suicide and still, shit. You know what I'm yeah, like, I know they're people. No, and I like, get it. They're people. You, they might kill themselves. Exactly. I know. So more, I'm agreeing with you. I know. I know. But I'm, for the people who are the some uh, motherfuckers who are listening, more. <laughs> the, like, did you say the seven people? The listen? Stubborn motherfuckers. Oh. <laughs> Damn. We got more than seven listeners. Yo, nah, we got like seven hundred. Uh, Maybe. Anyhow, so like just for the people who like still aren't like swayed by that, you have to remember, and that's why I said raise your kids right. This is a man who probably was a little boy once who like expressed once that he may have had an affection affection for another boy, and like who knows the mental abuse he went through. Most rapists, not I'm not saying he's a rapist. Most rapists were raped. Most molesters were molested. Like it's a cycle. And I can't feed into that cycle by, like, publicly shaming you. Yo, people, the man is right. That's, <laughs> like, no, like, it's, it's, like, you really have to think about that. Like, we have to start creating a better support system for our folks, man. This is, this is why we have this. This isn't just to, <clears throat> this show isn't just for me and John to be on here talking shit. This is to make everybody feel more comfortable with their friends and family members being homosexuals. Sure. That's that's what this is all about. That's what it's called. Me and the gay homie. Word. Like, not me and gay dude over there. <laughs> like, that's just, it's just me and the gay homie. So we're like, yo, it's the homie. He's gay. I don't care. Do your thing. And you need to do that with your fucking kids. All you fucking cats are like, who get so... Sp- who get so scared or it's like my kid ain't gonna be gay? My kid ain't got no control over that. Stop doing that. And stop doing that shit. Turn out gay. And stop doing that shit to your kid because you are basically setting them up for failure, man. Like, yeah, man. That, because you could you could be the cause of their of their eventual suicide. That or and like suicide. even if they're not gay, even if they're not gay, you're emotionally stunting your child, and that's gonna affect the way they treat. Gay folks, or, and, or, or women, or relationships in general. Like so, th- you may not, they may not be, but then they push that that whole thought mm-hmm. process onto their friends and their cousins who they gonna have a gay cousin. Exactly. <laughs> like you gonna have a gay cousin. statistics show. <laughs> yeah. We all got a gay cousin. It is so fucked up because the dudes be having gay daughters and they'll let it go, they'll let it slide. Sometimes. So sexist. Yeah. Fucking women get away with everything. <laughs> Fuck, man. Except getting equal pay. <clears throat> Next. Should they be getting equal pay, though? I'm yeah, just kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. All right. Don't come at me. I know you're going to be all in. Somebody fucking... almost just crashed their car. Yeah. Listen to that part. Yeah, <laughs> I'm joking. They're going to work right now. Remember, <laughs> I am a feminist. So, you know how I really feel. I am a feminist. So, all right. Slick the edges down and move on. <laughs> Moving on. Next topic. 
Um, Gilbert Gilbert Arenas. Fucking Arenas. Dude had um, had some words to say about our queens. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Our yeah. darker queens, actually. Like he's a darker skinned brother. You know how you know how that goes, though. I don't mean he gives a fuck about y'all. It it really don't. Like the fact that this man got on Instagram. Like... So just hold on. Read 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 the uh, read it first so they can hear. If you guys have not heard yet, here it is right here. Okay, Mr. So Gilberinus on Instagram. You can find it on the shade room. They reposted it, but he comments under. They posted, "Dear black girl, you don't have to be mixed to be beautiful." Right? Cool. You know, regular statement. You know, a little black love, black and empowerment. All that means is that. Being black is beautiful on its own. You don't have to be anything You don't have exotic. to be half. You don't exactly. have to be... No, just being good old African. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're good to go. <laughs> so then he goes on by saying... Let's see here. All right. How black are we talking? Not to be funny. Can you name a beautiful black woman on the outside? Not brown skin. Like Tyrese Black. Top 50 most beautiful women of all time. The darkest women they have. Keisha Knight Pulliam and Gabrielle Union. Then he goes on to say, <laughs> comes for Lupita and Ajuma, the model, the Kenyan model, saying, um, Lupita, Lupita Nyong'o is cute when the lights are off. And ew to Ajuma, the model. Yo, man. Hey, <sighs> uh, stressed. We are in this... Eurocentric system, for sure. We know this. Right. It's going to take you parents, man. Because it's never... <laughs> no, seriously. Seriously. It's going to... Because it's not going to be what's on television. It's not going to be what's on the... What's in music and the music videos. It's going to be how you... That foundation raise for them. your children. What you show... How you show them what beautiful is. What you... You know, the depiction of beauty to us. To you. Mm-hmm. Because if you allow that television to do it, you get Gilbert Arenas. Exactly. Because I will tell you from personal experience, the television taught me what beautiful was. And as a kid, if you weren't blonde, white and blonde, I was not looking at you. Even brunettes were like second place. Because when I watched television, the hero, he got the pretty blonde. When, you know, on Three's Company, who was the bad one? Who was considered the baddest one? I mean, fuck, I forget her name on Three's Company, but Suzanne Summers. And then second place was the brunette. And where do you think I would have put the black chick? Exactly. I remember when, so even, even going into, you know, just in the black race, I remember when Vanessa Williams won, right? So it was a picture of Vanessa Williams winning uh, was Miss, uh, Miss America. And um, it was also, you had Keisha Moore, Kenya Moore, Ken, my bad, Kenya oh, yeah, Moore. yeah, yeah. And I remember my friend's mom, who was very Afrocentric, she, um, she was like talking about how beautiful Kenya Moore was. And I was like, no. I was, I was like, look at the other one. She's, she's, she's way more beautiful than Kenya Moore. And I'm talking about Vanessa Williams. And I was like, obviously, that's how I looked at it. I was like, obviously, she's more beautiful. Because I was brainwashed. It took me probably around like junior high before my thoughts began to change on what beauty was. Because I started becoming very Afrocentric myself. I went to Marcus Garvey junior high where we had three different African history classes. It was all about having having pride and being all about 
being all about um, love of self, loving your African brothers and sisters, all that. So, you know, it took all that. It took some damn, like, it's basically like I went to, um, damn, what was that movie? Where they snatched you up when, uh, wait, what? When you, okay, so it was these coon, like, any anybody that was considered a coon, they would snatch up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, <laughs> the fuck and was throw that? in a band. Damn, what was that movie? They would basically strip them of all their coonery mm-hmm. and and push pride on them. You know, give them history. Like, like they would really do a job on them. So they walk out of that bitch like, I love my black self. I love my black people. Yeah, that's what happened to me when I went to that school. And I also had a cousin working on that too. He was like, nah, man, you got to do better. And Gilbert Arenas has to do better. Yeah. So... All right, that's what he said, but now let's read his apology. <laughs> uh, so, and God, there's one thing I fucking hate. It's an apology that's not an apology. He goes, I never say sorry for the shit I say, but it's my fault I read this wrong and got into my feelings. I thought it was saying, if you're mixed, you're not considered black and beautiful, and my kids are mixed and dark-skinned. <laughs> Bullshit. So I perceived it. So I perceived it how I wanted to. I just got off the phone with the only woman who tells me when my shit stinks, and, and I know where and knows it comes from my heart. Because she'll defend me, blah, blah, blah. Then he goes, she said, she explained to him basically like the, the meaning of the post was your African features are all the attractiveness you need. So I raced it to kind of say sorry, but not say sorry because you can't truly blame me for reading it wrong. I went to public school. So I read it how I thought it was written. I fucked up. I fucked this up. So I deserve the, the hatred that comes. I was trying to defend all shades of black. No, you weren't. So basically you're saying you can't read. Because like, don't blame that, me. Hold on, hold on. Don't blame hold me on no motherfucking public school system just because you can't read. So those were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine words. Too much for them. And two of the words are said twice. So <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be mixed to be beautiful. How the fuck did you not understand that? You dumb motherfucker. Fuck. He understood it. You went to college too, you dumb he, bitch. He knew what the fuck he was saying. That apology was weak as fuck. One. Two, you shouldn't be apologizing because you said what you said. You're That's fucked how you up. Feel. It's how, That's you, how feel, you feel, man. You're a brainwashed coon. Mm-hmm. Like, get it. It's You're not the only one. Like, there's so many. There's so many, especially in sports, especially in professional sports, who feel the exact same way. Oh, so yeah. we... Have to do better. I Parents know. have to do better. Mentors have to do better. Like we have to do better when it comes to how we portray our women in videos yep. and on TV. Like we just have to. It, it is. It is our job. We have to fight against a system who has shown us what they believe beauty beauty is. We don't have no control over that part. We can tr- control our own homes and our conversations. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. So, Mister Gilbert Arenas, fuck. You. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got to say. And grow the fuck up, man. Definitely like, grow the fuck up. You you say some ignorant ass shit all the fucking time, man. You got kids. That, that shit's... This is irresponsible. And, uh, yeah. Nah, yeah. You're still one of my favorite basketball players of all time. Though. Jesus. <laughs> Back to the Tom Brady thing, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's so, he was so good, man. That was one of my favorite players. Fuck. Fuck you. God damn it. You're I, killing I, you me. You know, I know a dude right now, actually. Like, my feet only dates white women like he will only date white women he'll have sex with black girls but he'll only have a white girl on his arm and he's open about it and he's very like 
Like, he'll argue you down about it. And I'm like, there's no argument here, dude. You fucking hate yourself. Like, you hate a part of yourself. But that's a whole nother story. It is. I, so, I mean, we basically have talked about it. Like, colorism. I we want to uh, segue into discussing colorism, you know, in the black community. Also, discuss a little bit of it in the gay community. Bla- the, the black gay community. Yeah. Um, that really is a problem that we have, man. The light skin versus dark skin mm-hmm. thing. I mean, it's been an issue in my own family. Oh, mine too. I have... My, Jamaicans are very much like that. Man, I saw something on that with the fade cream and all They're that shit. They're still bleaching themselves in Jamaica. Oh, like, I, and I was so surprised because I thought they had so much pride. They have pride in being Jamaican, not African. Damn, that's that the sad part. That sucks. A Jamaican will ride or die for Jamaica, but not for their own fucking skin color. And listen, people, Jamaica's not your home. <laughs> like, that is, you were brought there too. This is true. I mean, this is true. <laughs> My, look, my, for all you for all you folks, Jamaicans, Trinidadians, look, that's not you were brought there on slave ships. Listen, my family gonna kick my ass for this, and I don't give a damn. But I don't know. My mom kind of schooled me the game that like my great grandmother. She's like pretty. If you looked at her, you probably think she was like pretty white. She wouldn't babysit me because I was one of the darker ones in my family, and she wasn't gonna say that. But all those light skin babies got babysat. But with me, no, he's too bad. I was not no no worse than any of the rest of my fucking cousins. Damn. So Damn. like shit like that from a very young age used to happen to me. Like, and my little brother was light skinned and had curly hair. And even my mom, my own mother, sometimes would have to catch herself from like being a part like a part of that that same system. Like, look at my son with his nice curly hair, and then like kind of look at me like, oh, <laughs> just like, I'm like motherfucker. <laughs> Like, dark skin is more attributed to, like, not that she would talk down to me, but she would, like, put different values with dark skin. Like, like most people do. Like He's so strength, creative. Right. Strength <laughs> and honor. And, like, you're a good man because you're dark. And then light skin was just like, you're pretty. And you look nice. Yeah, and, man. like, everyone will love you. And you'll make more pretty babies for us. Like, make sure you, when she thought I was straight, make sure you find somebody with good hair and oh. nice skin so that you can, you know, mix up the genes nice. Oh. And like my grandmother actually is the one who kind of schooled. It's kind of like always the one to step in. Like nah, like the fuck, embrace Folks. your African side. Yeah, like your dark skin is fine. Mm-hmm. Your kinky hair is fine. Mm-hmm. Quit living up to these fucking Euro standards. You aren't that. And like it's, it's it's hard. I mean, I get it. It's it, man. This is they it's push, all around they, us. Yeah, they push it on you. Yeah, so I like, have I, shit. I still have trouble with it sometimes. Like I'll catch myself like, oh, that's a very Eurocentric thing for me to think or feel about my own self. Like what? I mean, I catch people saying good hair all the time, and I'm like, yeah. And I and I am the guy who will be like, what the fuck does that mean? Well, uh, 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 yeah, mm-hmm. motherfucker, chill. Like, mm-hmm. catch, get some pride. Get some pride, baby. Talking about my family, so my mother's side is from, is, I was about to say Jamaica, they are not. My mother's side <laughs> is from Mississippi. That side, mostly dark-skinned folks. My dad's side, Louisiana, New Orleans. They like them motherfucking. Like, I'm dark to them motherfuckers. Got that Creole. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. That whole Creole thing is going on. And um, it's, it's uh, growing up, it was funny because... I didn't have any problems with my color, but mm. my cousins would always, you know, on my mom's side, they call me half white, call my daddy white. <laughs> you know, my dad is black, just light skinned dude. Lord. Um, 
And I, I did once in a while. I'm like, damn, I wish I wasn't this light because they would go so hard. Interesting. Yeah, it was man. My that cousin, is interesting. My cousins talk shit. Man, bring a white ass on. And then they said I talk white too, <laughs> so it was just bad. And yeah, but then on my dad's side, they never. Now they never called me darky or anything like that. But I did. <laughs> I did get a taste of how they, how some of them felt. In regards to dark-skinned people. Um, my grandfather used to go to a club in New Orleans. Used to be part of a club. Autocrat club. Um, people from New Orleans know about this place. Where you couldn't be darker than a paper bag. Oh, yeah. The, paper, the brown paper yeah, bag you can Yeah, you couldn't come in. It's if you there were, for Greek fraternities, you, too. Yeah, you couldn't come in if you were darker than a paper bag. And um, also his sister. his a, few, a couple of his sisters. I've heard them actually say some shit. One of them, uh, <laughs> one of them, my cousin brought in his girlfriend to the house. Brought his girlfriend to the house, and she was like, "Who let that? Who let that picking in the house?" I was mm, like, "Damn, yep, that um, happens." And another that has uh, happened. Actually. Another aunt, she was going. Uh, she was suffering from dementia. Mm-hmm. Never. Whew! Anytime a dark skinned person came around. The true, that true, oh my truest opinion. It was so right bad. Out. It was so bad because my she looked like I'm my rich. my cousin's wife was is really dark skinned and she used to she would go in like she I mean she couldn't help it, it was just in her yeah yeah I and mean, we have we have we have some real stuff to, I mean, this to fight in our culture somewhere. it comes from it comes from yeah. slavery it comes from fucking slavery it comes from <laughs> that system of your value. Uh, you know, with how dark or how light you are, house nigger versus like a field nigger, and like all of that shit. Like it, it comes also, from something. It also has a lot to do with like when you think black, as especially back back then. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about days, you know, post slavery and all that. You think about the worst stuff that happens to you, like that can happen yeah, to you. Yeah. So you're like, I want to be as far away. Uh-huh. From that life as possible. Yeah, passing is a real thing. Like, man, I have some family members that they would pass. So that New Orleans side, they would pass for business. And some of them just continue to pass and mm-hmm. just let it be who they are. I got a couple cousins who still look a little white. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it just becomes like, at first, at first, it's not that you hate who you are. Some you just don't see the value in it. No, it's not. It's not just. It's not that. I'm saying like some back in those days, oh, it right. wasn't them just hating who they were. It was them survival, trying to survive. Like yo, I don't want my kids to go through that. I don't mm-hmm. want. I don't want to go through that. So let me be. Let me get as far away from that as possible. And exactly. now it's become us hating each other, us hating ourselves. We gotta. We gotta accept all of us, all of our brothers and sisters, from the darkest to the lightest, and. Since we've spoke on how our our dark brothers dark brothers and sisters, especially our sisters, are being treated, y'all chill on like because it's not helping when you start saying our light skinned sisters ain't black. Hmm. Like she ain't where where her black at? She ain't black enough. I don't see the features on her. That's not okay. I w- I will say I am guilty of definitely playing the game of like. Nigga, you acting real light skin right now, uh, and I'm trying to, you know, do it less. Yeah, I mean, I've done it before. I've said stuff like that before, jokingly, but the jokes have to stop because the jokes end up becoming our reality. Mm-hmm. It beca- it starts becoming our. We don't. We end up not being. We end up not being able to pull ourselves out of 
right, those right. disrespectful views of each other. And, and a lot of times what ends up happening, a lot of the times that y'all talking shit about these sisters and interracial relationships, some of the times that love that they're looking for and appreciation for that dark skin that they have from their own black men, they go into like Italy and some Italian man is all like fetishizing over her and like now, okay, well, someone loves me for my skin. Someone loves this dark skin. Yeah, and it's like, but it mm. starts, it goes back to that foundation. We have to fix it. Exactly. Like you said, your mother was telling you, find somebody who has some pretty hair. Now, Think about those brothers. You think she's the only one that told her son that? So you think... Oh, no. So, of course, they're like, shit. You know, I'm not saying everybody's mom said that, but you know, I, I'm, I know there's been some. Yo, that's so crazy. Like, and, and definitely in the gay community, like, it's already hella fucking picky and, like, shallow at, at times. And it's like, you add colorism to it, Lord, my God. So I got to be light-skinned, have a six-pack, and curly hair? And green eyes? <laughs> Goddamn. And have a nice car? Yo, I will say this, though. On the East Coast, Chocolate Sisters definitely get chose more. Way more love. Like, they get love on the East Coast. I've seen it. I remember mm-hmm. seeing, like, this one... Uh, it's true, man. This one dark skin sister walk off the um, subway, and this Puerto Rican dude ran after her. It's crazy. Like, he was it's like, whoa, crazy. whoa. He took off running, trying to get in that mouth. I was like, yo... I, and I've told, I've definitely told uh, some uh, some dark skinned sisters who live in LA who are having trouble out here. Huh. Like, huh, go to the East Coast. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, I know For it sounds real. bad, but like DC, you gonna get love. Baltimore, you gonna get love. New York, you gonna get some love. It truly warms my heart when I see like even Chicago, you gonna get, get some love. love out here. I don't understand these. Like, it's yeah, it's a, it's a different thing, man. It's not. They, our sisters, our dark skinned sisters, are mm-hmm. definitely not appreciated as much. But also, I want to, I do want to keep saying though, we can't keep shitting on our light skinned women. I mean, I it, we we're yeah, trying to kill yeah, it from both yeah, sides, y'all. Yeah. No it doesn't help. No one's more when, the victim, definitely. Yeah, right. it doesn't it doesn't help when you like will refuse to accept them being black when I'm like, yo, I'm black. You light skinned, you got it easier. And, and no, that's okay. Like, no, I'm okay with those conversations because. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. But don't tell her she's not black. Yeah. Because that's a whole other struggle that they yeah, have. Yeah. Don't say, don't say she, you won't, don't not accept her into our community. Like, exactly. what the fuck? We need all the people we can We, we need get. all the motherfucking people fuck. we can get. You got this woman proud to be black and you're like, no, mm-hmm. no, shut your ass up. But what are you really, girl? What are you mixed with? Like, shit. Does it fucking matter? You ain't 100% either. Right. Actually, right. None of us are. And, want to be real. And for those, ain't nobody and, pure anymore. Like, I've seen some people in there like, oh, she only thirty percent. That ain't no. Then you ain't black no more. Get the fuck are you to tell somebody they ain't black? Fuck you. Go back to the year eighteen fifty and try saying that same shit. I mean, and that's what they're thinking. They're like, no, it's not eighteen fifty. All that that one drop rule is gone. So what? You is are it? not. Has it become something? You else? are not. The judge of this. Exactly. Like, this woman says she's black, she's black then. And that's mostly. And I'm not saying Rachel own... Dozell. No. 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 <laughs> no. Black no. people just not, not as dark as you would like. Get I'm, over it. Honestly, that's them dealing with their own insecurities. That is too. because that's they're worried about a lot of them. A lot. I'm not saying all. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are the same ones who their confidence is lacking because they feel like that woman may get the man that mm-hmm. she could possibly get. Mm-hmm. With that lack of confidence, you get no man at all. Get the fuck out of here. Word. Um, all right, so 
think we've covered that. Um, holla at us if you have any any views. Word. You don't like something I said? I'm sure you didn't. One of I know one of y'all. I ain't, I ain't gonna say your name, but I know one of y'all <laughs> definitely don't like what I said. Um, so do do do. Next topic, and I think this is gonna be it. We're gonna try to gonna try to move on because we got some shit to do today. So <laughs> give y'all a little short and we sweet got lives. one. Yeah, man. Uh, so let's talk about that Cleveland shooter. Um, man, it's just really sad. It, it's like I'm. I know a lot of people are talking about mental health issues, and it's something that we definitely need to talk about. But fuck him. I just hate the like fact fuck that. him. He killed yeah. the seventy four year old man who had nothing to do with who, his, his problem. His name, by the way, is Robert, Robert Godwin Senior. And because I'm tired, I'm sick and tired of every time somebody attacks somebody or they do a shooting. You hear way more about the motherfucker who did the shooting than the actual victim that needs to be memorialized. But, yeah, that's his name. Yeah, man. Robert Godwin Sr. Say his name. Um, that could have been our... That could have been your grandfather, my grandfather, father, Sick uncle. Man. Like, that could have been... That could have been any of our family members. That could have been us. But it's just... It's sick that this man was in his emotions that tough where he had to... Jesus. He had to take someone else's life? Like, randomly? Like, that? Like, randomly. I, I'm still... I guess it's not something I will ever understand because you have to have some mental health issues. Definitely. But I... And he, today, he uh, was found... He committed suicide. Mm-hmm. I would have much rather him be tortured. I would have much rather a potato pillar being taken to his penis Ooh. and layer by layer. Good God. Um, yeah... Jeez, I, man, I, I'm in for the torture shit. I, I know that sounds sick, but fuck that, <sighs> fuck him. No, like, yeah, fuck him, seriously. And it's then like, you were fucking. Then you, yo, coward ass. Like, go out guns blazing, bitch. Do that. Do that. I mean, That's you take your life, you me, bitch. Man. And it was over. Okay, this is. I'm glad we are talking about this. So because it was over a woman. Um, says it was over a woman. He, I guess he tells that I didn't watch the video. I, I refused to, to watch, watch the video. video. Um, I guess he told the man to Robert Godwin told him to say her name, and he was killing over the woman, which is just ridiculous. But men and their emotions, black men and their emotions, men in general and their emotions, we can call women emotional and they're. They, they're, you know, they, um, they're full of drama and all this. When dudes fucking snap, what the fuck? This is not the first time. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard quite a few about quite a few men who have taken the lives of their lovers, of their of the women in their lives, the kids, the mom, and then themselves. Like, yo, talk to your folks. Like, talk to your boy. He's going through some shit. Masculine, Talk to him, man. Masculinity fragile as fuck. Yeah, like tell him it's you all can't good. Get what you want the minute you can't get what you want, especially when it has to do with a woman and feeling like you own shit and run the world. Like goddamn, goddamn. Yo, I've been there. I've been hurt. I've been, I've been sad. You know, I've been in my in my feels, stressing, mm-hmm. looking like uh, Morris Chestnut on uh, 
two can play that game. Like, look at, like feeling literally sick over a female. And the thing I did not, like, I did not talk to the homies like I should have. Because I was scared how they would feel. Uh, I, I was scared how they would react, you know, if they would think I was a punk. And then I've talked to them after the fact. and They probably went through that shit, too. They all went through the same shit. And we had heart-to-hearts. And it was it was a safe place. Yeah, man. And if you don't have friends like that, then you need to get some new friends. Definitely. Like, I, I cherish my homeboys because I realize that they are... They're there for me. Like, I realize that I can actually come to them with my issues. And they won't judge me. They're, they're there to talk to me. They're there to help me, help guide me through it. You know, fucking hold my hand through the shit. You know? We all, we're going through some shit, man. Talk to your folks. Yeah. And, um... Why didn't you watch the video? Yeah, I don't want to see that shit. I, 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 I didn't want to see that man die. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of fucking. Uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of people die on on, and I've actually, I'm not that person who, who hasn't looked, who hasn't searched for killings. Like I've watched a whole bunch of killings mm-hmm. on on the internet, um, but I know it probably affects others more than it affects me because I've seen it in real life. Um, I don't think it can damage me anymore. I just it just was no use for me watching that one. Well. Also, too, though, I, for me, I didn't want to watch it because I, after, man, after last summer, watching, especially the dude, uh, I forget his last name now, Terrence, is in Minnesota, after watching him get shot on camera and watching him lose life on camera and his girl and the kid in the back seat, like, I think that changed me for life. Like, I'm, my voice is cracking a little now because that shit really shook me to my core. Like... What we're doing with this continuous exposure, like exposing ourselves to like people being killed online or you're watching those videos, you're traumatizing yourself slowly but surely. Like that has long term effects on you. Like that's how you form a new age, like <laughs> I guess a uh, form of PTSD. Like you keep seeing that kind of shit. You actually gonna have nightmares about it. it. I mean, it's just not good for you mentally to see that kind of shit all the time. Like especially even though he was killed by another black man watching more black people just die. So I just wasn't ready to subject myself and to that shit. I can honestly say I'm yeah, you will get desensitized mm-hmm. to to this stuff. And shit, you can read the article. I am I'm I am definitely desensitized. Like when people uh at, to a certain extent I am. I don't, you know, I see people fight and get knocked out and I'm like mm. right, people right. get shot and I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. I mean I've seen yeah, I've seen a lot of this shit. Um, then certain stuff gets to me. Like, it'll it'll grab me. Like, I, this, this sounds so fucked up. I can't see I can't see dogs get hurt. Yeah, I know, but look. I'm saying I'm okay with... Uh, no, I mean, that's a normal I know, thing. I know, but I'm you saying... Have, I'm you saying, have a heart, Joe. It's I fine. know, but I'm saying I've seen, like, people getting murdered. I'm like, eh. And I've seen dogs get kicked. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Interesting. Better not. You fucking piece of shit. Like, yeah, it's, uh, God, I'm, well, I'm I mean, a white woman. I, feel like, I am a white woman. I feel like that just comes. What the fuck is going on? I am a. I feel like that just comes from uh, you knowing. I have cats. That humans are just, <laughs> humans are shitty. And that, like, 
we create a lot of the chaos that we live in, whereas animals, they're kind of just... They yeah, just they're innocent, yo. Like, chilling. They're just trying to like, live their little life. They didn't ask you to take them, <laughs> take them, into, their, take them into your home and exactly. not treat them right, you piece of shit. I'll beat the fire. you. <laughs> Bring it back. Wow. And on that note, we are out of... Unless you... Do you have anything more to say? I think I should also say, man. Just R.I.P. to, you know, Robert Goblin Sr., you know... Prayers and positivity to the family, and yeah. Yo, man, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. And it was brought to you by no one, because we don't have no sponsor yet. So step up. So if you want to sponsor us. (laughs) Anything. We will take anything. (laughs) Your little cousin's lemonade stand. Uh, Kiki's weaves. Like anything. Anything. (laughs) We're not asking for much. Like, just talk to us. We We have close to... We have around a thousand listeners. I will share those stats with you. Like we're growing. Yeah, man. Week get, my get on week. this train before I leave the station. God damn it! Woo. God damn it! Shit. <laughs> Goodbye. See you next week. Wanted everything and everything at once, but it isn't that way. And now I'm